Hallelujah. 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 I'll never know how much it costs for mine and your sins to be placed upon a cross, to have forgiveness like we have today. What a great God that we serve. Hallelujah. What a great God we serve. Hallelujah. I thank the Lord for his spirit and his presence in this place tonight. Thank the Lord for our worship team, our, our music department, and I thank the Lord for the sound booth, and thank God for everyone that has allowed and been a part of being able to bring this to you in your home tonight. You know, the Lord is so good. Um, sometimes I think we take it for granted, His goodness and His mercy, and I, I pray I never... That if I have, that I, that he brings me back to a place that reminds me not to take him for granted, to always continue to trust in him. Amen. We welcome you to Grace Gospel Worship Center tonight. May the Lord richly bless you. Uh, the prayer requests that have been given to you by Sister Tyler tonight, we ask that you would continue to pray for these folks, that God would move and intervene. Let's continue to remember Sister Maddie. Uh, in body and sister Juanita as well that God would move and intervene and, and uh, mother Barnett as well that God would move and intervene in these ladies lives uh, in all aspects amen uh, we taught last week on nine tests every Christian must face last week our test our lesson was on wisdom the wisdom I mean the wilderness test excuse me the wilderness test and tonight I want to take you to lesson number two, which is the time test, which will be uh, basically patience, a patience test. Every Christian is going to go through nine of them. I'm going to bring you nine tests that you're going to go through as you walk with God. Some of you will go, wow, I've already been there. I've already taken that test. Um, but these are tests that all of us are going to go through in our walk with God. And we won't go through it once. We will probably go through it many times in our walk with God. So if you would turn with me, stand, please, in reverence of the Word of God. If you would turn with me to Genesis 12, 1 through 10. I will read this in the New King James Version. So if you're in the King James, it might sound a little bit different. Uh, so here we go. Starting at verse 1. Now the Lord had said to Abram, Get out of your country, from your family and from your father's house, to, the, to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses you, and in all in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot and Lot went with him. And Abram was seventy-five years old when he departed from Haran. That's lesson five. I can't uh, let, uh, scripture. So verse five says, Then Abram 
took Sarah, his wife, and Lot, his brother, son, brother's sons, and all their possessions that they had gathered, and the people whom they had acquired in Haran, and they departed to go to the land of Canaan. So they came to the land of Canaan. Verse 6 says, And Abram passed through the land to the place of Shechem, as far as the Terebinth tree of Morah. Uh, and the Canaanites were then in the land. Then the Lord appeared to Abram and said, To your descendants I will give this land. And there he built an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. And he moved from there to the mountain east of Bethel, and he pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and Ai on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. So Abram journeyed, going on still toward the south. Now there was a famine in the land, and Abram went down to Egypt to dwell there, for the famine was severe in the land. And you may be seated. Many of us love to focus upon all the promises of God. We want to walk around and say we're God's people. Where you have been, there's been many promises offered to us. I will make you a great nation. These are things that we will stand on. We will hold on to. We want to be a great nation. I will bless you, he said. I will make your name great. You will be a blessing. I will bless those that bless you. I will curse that curse, those that curse you. All of the people of the earth will be blessed through you. We all shout when it comes to that scripture. We're all riding the mountain. We're not in the valley. We're all victorious. We're excited. But then the promises that were entailed for Abram, they were personal blessings, personal blessings from God. Uh, personal protection from the enemies and personal purpose to live out what God had given him. But Abram was 75 years old when Ishmael was born. Abraham was 100 years old, excuse me. Abraham was 86 when Ishmael was born. He was 75 when the promise was given to him, and Abraham was 100 years old when Isaac was born. And, and Abraham still lived in tents up until his death. Before the fulfillment of the promises comes the testing of time. All the promises have been given to him and overtook 25 years for the final promise of, of having a child and having a son that came to full fruition. And he stood the time of test. He stayed the course. You see, the promises are not fulfilled always immediately and those are the times that we need to understand that we must stand the time of test it may not happen when we want it it may not happen when you expect it but God is going to perform and provide if you will wait upon the Lord amen sometimes God does not bring promises when we want them Many of us want promises now. We want the blessings now. We want, the, we want all the, the finances now. We want all the health now. We want all this, the healing now. But sometimes it doesn't come immediately. And why is that? Because 
God does not bring promises when we want them because he is looking at something in our life in your life and my life he wants to know what is in your heart he wants to see if you would keep his command or his commandments or not whether he supplies or meets that need or that want right then and there many a times it's in the test of the of waiting having patience and waiting on the Lord that's a test that you will be put through is waiting for that prayer to be answered waiting for that healing waiting for that child to be to return to the Lord waiting for a husband to be saved or return to the Lord waiting for a wife to be saved or return to the Lord waiting for family members to be saved and return to the Lord waiting on a spouse <laughs> a time of patience a time of waiting on the Lord to humble you he does he makes you wait so that you will humble be humble before him to teach you that man does not live by bread alone but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord amen the reason for the time test is to force the believer to trust God in all things you know I, I trust God in everything and that the, 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 the test can be overwhelming sometimes I don't I don't let it distract me I mean maybe sometimes it does distract me a little bit but does it put me sometimes the test will put me in the valley there's nothing wrong when I'm in the valley as long as I continue to trust the Lord in the valley as long as I continue to send up prayers while I'm in the valley amen there's nothing wrong with walking in the valley many of us go I'm tired of the valley I'm sick and tired of this and I'm sick and tired of the valley this valley I don't like the valley well that's in your trying times and thank God for people that have reached out to me in the past few weeks that sent me a, a message on uh, uh, on a minister talking about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego going in the fire, but leaving the fire. Amen. And, and I thank God for what whatever he's trying to bring me through and the trials and the tests that I'm going through, that whatever it is, it's going to be victorious at the end when I get out. Amen. So the testing that I'm going through right now is still going to, it's a time of test. I had no idea that I'd be teaching on the nine uh, tests of every Christian that we must face. But little bit did I know that I'd be t being tested in a, on a time test right now. In the middle of teaching the time test. Waiting on the Lord. Expecting to see something victorious from God. Powerful, mighty. Seeing God's prayer, the, the prayers that I've sent up, God answer those prayers on his time, not my time, right? So I do trust God. I have put my faith in God. I've put my trust in God. Uh, it also forces the believer to trust God to fulfill his word. He said, I, I never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. There's times that I've got to repeat that scripture while I'm in the valley. God, I'm in the valley, but you said you would never leave me nor forsake me, that you would stick closer to me than a friend and a brother 
you're there with me day in and day out. You're, you're in my, in, around my body, my mind, my soul, every moment, every minute of the day, every second of the day, as long as I will fulfill your word and pray and seek thy faith. He'll fulfill his word in you and I. It forces a believer to trust God to fulfill his word in his own time and in his own way. So it forces the believer to trust God that what he said in his word, that he's going to do what he said in his word. I can only imagine when Bishop uh, was dealing with both his daughter and his son out in the world. I think my sister came back to the Lord way before me. I don't really know. But um, I can only imagine the trial and the test and the mental anguish that he was going through and and everything that I was putting them through, and, you know, when, when, when I would come in and I didn't want to hear anything about God, I, I didn't want them to talk to me about God, but the test was how much would he go through to continue to seek the face of God for me. Amen. And how long would he continue to put me in God's hands before he just said, forget him. What's the use? He's a lost cause. But just as our Father in heaven loves us, he continued to deal with me, even in times that I shouldn't even have been dealt with with God. But God continued to deal with me and work. I don't even know why, but there were times I would see, not visual things, but I would see God's hand in a situation that I should have already died. But yet God didn't let me die. So it it. It forces a believer to trust God to fulfill his word in his own time and in his own way. God's not going to fulfill his word the way you want him to fulfill it. God's not going to fulfill his word the way I want it or the way I see it to be filled. Because God's ways are not my ways and my ways are not God's ways. And so to expose personal shortcomings of impatience as well. That's what he does. He will expose my shortcomings and being impatient on waiting on the Lord. If someone tells you to take a time out, right, how long are you willing to take that time out? Are you patient enough to trust the Lord when he says, I've said not. I've given you a direction, and I've said that's a bad direction. Are you willing to trust the Lord, or are you going to go your own way? Patience. He will work some things out, and if you have impatience, if you're impatient, you're going you're to pay for impatience. The time test gives the believer the opportunity for this, faith to grow. So if you will, if you will take the opportunity to take and walk through this time test, it will give you time to grow in your faith. It will cause your faith to encourage others. It also begins to purify motives and attitudes in you that you did not even know you had. It will reveal things that you were defiant about or you thought you weren't defiant about, but you are defiant about if you will take the time test and rely on the Lord. But you have to truly 
Rely on the Lord. Not your flesh, not your own mental faculties. You've got to truly depend upon the Lord. Develop a maturity. This allows you to develop maturity. It allows you to develop patience, development of dis discipline, and development of purpose, your own call of God on your life. Many a times people lose that. They lose their purpose. And that's why Rick, Rick Warren wrote the book, Purpose Driven Life. That's what caused him to write the book. But the bottom line is we, we you know, if we're not careful, we lose purpose. We've all been first into the kingdom of God to continue to be disciples of Christ, not to retire, not to stop and do things, but to continue to do God's will, to continue to do uh, whatever he calls us to do, a new season of what we're going to, a new ministry, then you keep on going. You don't ever retire from God. You don't retire from God. Too many people say, I've done my time. I've done my time. Now it's time for somebody else. That's not the way that works. We will continually work in the kingdom of God some way, somehow, to, benef to benefit the kingdom of God for his purpose. You always have a purpose. Everyone under the sound of my voice has a purpose in the kingdom of God. And sometimes God has to develop and work on that purpose so that we will understand what that purpose is. The time test will reveal this as well. It will reveal to you that man's plans will always fall, fail. When we try to do it our way, it's going to fail. When I try to do it my way and not Bishop's way or not the organization's way, I'm going to fail because I'm, I'm out of the will of God. The time test will reveal this, that God alone will get the glory, not you. God gets the glory over everything, no matter how well you sing, no matter how well you play, no matter how well you teach, no matter how well you preach, no matter how well you work in sound or usher or teach or Sunday school, whatever you do in the kingdom of God, God gets the glory, not you and I. Amen. That God is a miracle-working God, not me, but God is a miracle-working God. I've had many of folk call and say, you know, God has healed me since you prayed. No. Yeah, that's right. You said it right. God healed you, not you, not me. God healed you. You must always take everything back to God. He is a miracle worker. He will open doors if you will allow him. And, and that God is faithful to his word. That's something that you will learn. We need to learn that God, God is faithful to his word. And that God's power is greater than the laws of science. God's power is greater than the laws of science. Always. So Abraham's time test reveals being chosen doesn't exempt us from being tested. <laughs> he had to punch me in the face with that one. Though I've been called, I shall still be tested. Though you have a talent, you're going to be tested. There is grace even in failure, though. Know that. There's grace in failure. 
Grace does not negate the price of failure. I want you to know that signs you are failing the time test. There are some signs that you will notice when you're failing the time test. And that is you express doubt rather than faith. You'll, 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 you'll say, well, I'm not really sure if he can heal me now. Or you'll say, I'm not really sure he can answer that prayer right now. You know, it's something I really want, so I really don't know. You know, I don't even know if I can trust him to even answer that prayer. Well, first of all, you should not be, you should really put everything in God's hands. He's going to supply your need, not your want. And so, I don't want to fail God. You work to substitute your way for God's way. I don't want to fail the test. So I'm not going to work hard in the church just to substitute for God's way in my life. I want God's way all the way. Amen. You become distracted. How many of you become distracted? I've become distracted. I mean, who... You know, some of you that hasn't been in, in the ministry of just being a, being a part of streaming a service with no one in the sanctuary but a team, when you have to sing to nobody, when you have to play to nobody, you can't see nobody, you can't, you can't see their facial expressions. It takes a, it takes a, um, uh, toll on you sometimes. The test is, do we continue to get up here every Wednesday night? Well, we did it for almost, what, eight months alone, just without anybody being in the house of, house of the Lord with us. And so it was, it was every week we were praying and asking God to help us to be able to minister to you without feeling like we were alone other than God's presence with us. And it was very difficult, but we... Continue to pray. Seek the face of God. Everybody on the team kept praying and seeking the face of God. And God continued to work. He, he just continued to work. We could feel the power of God in our worship. We could feel the power of God in the preaching. We could feel the power in the sound booth. We could feel the power in working the cameras. We could feel the power in, in the house of God. We could feel the power of God. And so, you know, uh, if we're not careful, though, because there was no people here, you could get distracted because you weren't focused on someone really here because you start losing sight that we're actually being sent out in the airways and, and you don't think about it anymore. You just don't see people anymore. So you get distracted. You, 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 you tickle your, you scratch your ear or you pick your nose maybe or, you know, or I don't know, you know, you just do crazy stuff. But the problem is we cannot get distracted in our walk with God. We cannot get distracted. Uh, here's another sign that you are failing at your time test. You become a, a, a murmurer and you complain. You find fault, and I'm going to leave it at that. Because, I, I, I mean, uh, we, we, 
we probably all made mistakes in trying to minister to you without the crowd here and without the people here. Um, here's another one. Uh, you quit in your responsibilities. That's a, that's a sign that you're failing in your, your the time test. Five, five things to do to pass the time test. These are the things that you and I need to do to pass the time test. We need to do things that require faith. What are things that require faith? Trusting God that when you pray for somebody, that they're going to be, that their prayer is going to be answered. Operate in faith by witnessing to somebody. Speak the word of God. Somehow speak something encouragement, an encouragement, an encouraging word to somebody. Here's another another way to pass the test. Never stop attending church. Many a folk walk away from the church. This pandemic surely brought true tests to the church. Not just Grace Gospel, but to every United Pentecostal church. And because I have other friends and other organizations, their churches have as well been tested and lost souls because they've now found they were just pew-sitters. They were just folks that came so they could check church off the list. When you stop attending a church that preaches truth, you're in trouble. Never stop worshiping God. Some of you didn't see it on Sunday because we had already turned the viewing office, but the bottom line is I believe people that we are not worshiping God like we need to worship God because we come, we become uh, too comfortable sitting at home and watching it on television or on our phones or whatever. Now we've become, now it's become just like a regular show. And this is not a regular show. This is truly about the presence of God, operating in the presence of God, bringing in the atmosphere, God, into the atmosphere so that someone can be healed, so that somebody can be saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. This is not us coming up here to perform for you. This is real. Learn to serve others. Very important. Learn to, serve our, learn to serve others and rejoice in the promises every day. Whatever promises you've, you've received, you need to rejoice in them and thank God for them. And I'm coming to a close. Isaiah 40, 31 said, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. So in that scripture, he's saying, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. That can... That can be, we can be doing that in prayer. Excuse me. My goodness. That can be in prayer. That can be waiting on the Lord for an, a prayer to be answered. That can be waiting on God to provide something for us. That can be for a waiting on the Lord for a, 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 a child to be saved or return to the house of God, a prodigal to be saved or return to the house of God a loved one to be healed or to be delivered from drugs and alcohol. I just got called today about a, a, a man wanting to come up here and, and, and help us try and get started another drug and alcohol treatment program. I don't know how that will work, but 
you know, I'm willing to see what we can do. Uh, but they that, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. That means that you will soar higher than your trouble. You will soar higher than your problem if you will wait on the Lord. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and they shall not faint. There's not a promise given by God that will not come to pass. I promise you, that's God's word. God's word. He causes us to wait in order that we may develop maturity. Second Peter 3, 9 in the New King James says it like this. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. You know, we try at some point to always direct somebody to repentance. Baptism in Jesus' name and filling of the Holy Ghost. Not a popular message, but it is salvation. Here's what it says in God's Word translation. The Lord isn't slow to do what he promised, as some people think. Rather, he is patient for your sake. He doesn't want to destroy anyone, but wants all people to have an opportunity to turn to him and change the way they think and they act. Many of us have come through the time test. God's asking you, are you willing to stay the course? Trust him during this time of testing. In order to receive the promises, you must pass the time test. I want to pass the time test, church. I pray that you will uh, glean, glean something from this lesson tonight. Remember last week was wilderness, dry places. This week is coming through the test, the patient test, trusting in the Lord to open doors that you cannot open, trusting God to help you make decisions that you have no understanding of decisions that you're making, trusting God in making right decisions, trusting God in knowing that he is Lord of your soul. believing in him and trusting in him tonight. I pray that God will use this message for this lesson to strengthen you in your walk with God, not to be dissatisfied or disgruntled with the test. Just know that we're all going to go through the test. Last week, I want you to know if you've been in the wilderness, you're going to go through the wilderness again. This week, I want you to know the time test is going to happen again. The main thing is, is how do you come through the wilderness and continue to serve God and how you come through the time test and, serve, and continue to serve God. We invite you to continue to serve God, worship with us, be with us this Sunday. If you haven't registered to be online, please register online to be in, in the house of the Lord on Sunday. We encourage you, if you're not in this area and you're watching tonight please connect with us we'll find a church in your area that will be glad to teach you and work with you or 
get your home church. And if you're in this area and you want to talk more, please reach out to us and we'll be glad to connect with you. I believe we'll have a baptism on Sunday. May the Lord richly bless you. Worship with us as we sing. Thank you for being with us Wednesday. God bless you. I'd rather be. 